0: Hello everyone watching your home, today I have the superstar joining me on my show I'm calling it a show now, it wasn't a show for the first six interviews but now there's a, now is a steady thing going on it's so yeah I've got a guest today I have Amy Moore how are you?
1: Hello I'm good thank you
0: That's amazing see when I started this show I thought to myself I'm going to call this show the Tom Brandon Experience, because it became a name that was this is a funny story to everyone listening at home. One day I was at school a couple of years ago, and I was like, I want to be in that concert. So I got my friends and I was like, let's sing Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake. Great song. And they were like, what should we call our group? And I was like, The Tom Brandon Experience. And it stuck. And then every year I made a comeback doing The Tom Brandon Experience. And then I got a radio show. I got the Tom Brannan experience so maybe that'll be the name of the show
1: fantastic I'm on board
0: anyways enough of me time to talk about our superstar guest you were most recently in The Wedding Singer yes I was
1: so um The Wedding Singer was at Wembley uh the Troubadour Theatre so we uh came in just after fame and I auditioned for Nick Winston who is an amazing director and fantastic choreographer. He put on Wedding Singer. They they toured it before um, a couple of years back and got got a lot of the cast back together. And I joined fresh, and it was a fantastic show with Kevin Clifton, who I've not worked with before, but he was um, such a lovely guy to work with. Um, and yeah, we we started um, the beginning of twenty twenty. And finished on the 1st of March.
0: <laughs> so did you finish, was that a planned finish or was it a...
1: Yeah, it was only on for a shortened amount of time, but actually it's been very strange because I finished on the 1st of March and it was basically when the lockdown started coming, uh, coming about. So it's been very bizarre.
0: It's quite fortunate then that it wasn't, because a lot of people have been very, told halfway through their room that they're being cancelled and I can't imagine how it must feel.
1: Yeah. So, I, I mean, I was, I've was i been so thankful that that job came about and that I was um, given the opportunity to work just at the beginning of this year. Um, and luckily saved a bit of money.
0: <laughs> so where did you say The Wedding Singer was performing? Was it on tour, did you say?
1: It was in Wembley at the Troubadour Theatre. Oh,
0: Troubadour Theatre. Sorry. Sorry. I, I was listening. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's all right.
0: So... Was that a good venue for you? Have you worked there before?
1: I haven't worked there before, um, but I was quite lucky because my uncle lives in, uh, like around the area. He lives, I was born in Watford, so, um, quite near to Wembley. So I was able to stay with him and, um, also just fantastic, because that's where they, um, they, they film X Factor. So when you're going backstage, I just kept telling myself that it was really fantastic that I was standing where Beyonce had stood and all the different guests that have been on X Factor. But it's a, fa- it's a, it's a strange venue because the auditorium is raised. So when you look out, it's it's very different to a, a standard auditorium.
0: I think that if I was performing there, I couldn't help myself from, as my castmates walking past again, you made it through to the next round. Or oh, yeah. sorry, you're going home. <laughs>
1: I felt like I was on X Factor.
0: (laughs) So, Wedding Singer was the most recent. And before that, you did Cats, right?
1: Yes. So I um, was lucky enough to be cast in the role of Rumpelteaser, which is the fun cat. Uh, She's a bit cheeky. And um, I... Was included in the Kilworth cast cats, so it was the first time that cats had ever been reimagined, um, which was such an amazing experience to be a part of. I loved cats when I was growing up, and um, just to be able to reimagine the the show was fantastic again, with Nick Winston, who is just a genius, um, and yeah, it was an open air theater, so that 's something that i 've never done before. Um, very tough in the rainy cold days and also the blinding heat. But uh, we made it through and it was a a wonderful experience.
0: I think the most important question to ask you here is, did you like the movie Cats?
1: I've actually not seen it. Awful of me. Um, I have a few friends in it as well, so I actually really should see it. Um, But... Yeah, I haven't seen it.
0: The <laughs> reviews are crazy about them, aren't they? People are like, it's terrible. Or people are like, Some people are like, it's great. And I I was conflicted because I went in this into cinema watching it thinking, this is going to be terrible. I've actually quite liked it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think people are quite quick to ju- judge things and uh, put a negative on, on something. I know that a lot of the people that were involved in it um, it was hard work, and they were, they were in working so many hours and dressing up in all the, the, um, the dots and stuff. Uh, my friend, Neve Morgan, she plays Mample actually in the film. And she is such an inspirational person because she's been through so much in her life. And um, yeah, I should really see it to watch her performance.
0: Sounds like you've got something to do in the lockdown then.
1: (laughs) I know, exactly. I've got the time now, so I've not got an excuse.
0: (laughs) So, oh, yeah, just checking on my arrow points too. I have a big arrow on my notes. It's like, quick move to that place. So, Saturday Night Fever is where I'm going to next. Yes. Jumping quickly Saturday Night Fever. That you worked in with. A lot of people I don't know much about it except I know that Rich Windsor was in it and I love him he's amazing
1: <laughs> no. yeah Rich was uh played the male lead so Tony Monero, um and uh I understudied the the leading lady as well so I actually got to go on stage with him one time when the lead was off and he's really fun to work with um really really strong actor like it was so much fun to bounce dialogue off of, um, and just very hard working. But yeah, it was a really good cast. Um, they they did it slightly <laughs> different to the Arlene Phillips version. So we had the Bee Gees on the stage, and then we would dance around. And um, yeah, really fun. We did a UK tour of it. So I got to go to many different places, see the UK, which is always lovely. Um, and yeah.
0: I think the most important question about any tour, touring um, show is, what was your favorite place to be like performing it?
1: Oh, I love Glasgow. Um, every time we go to Glasgow, it's like really rowdy and just the best audience, and it's a really lovely theatre, the King's, the King's Theatre. Um, I just find it a really gorgeous venue. What other, Um, I really loved going to places like Clandudno. Because they're just filled with people who are so excited to see the productions that tour around there. And also, during the days, you can go and explore that wonderful, that like, different wonderful locations. So, it's um... Wales. Yeah, Wales is just gorgeous.
0: Wales is amazing. Wales is outside my window.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yay!
0: So, how did you get the parts of Saturday Night Fever? Was it... Were you approached or you uh, interviewed auditioning?
1: Yeah, it was actually a funny situation. I missed the initial audition round um, for Stephanie because I was really ill at the time um, and I missed it. And then a couple of weeks later, they were still trying to find the cover. And I luckily got called in last minute, um, had an audition, a dance round, and then... um, they sent me to Bill Kenwright's office where I uh, sung for him and he said do you want the job we start Monday and this was Friday <laughs> and I was like yep yeah. <laughs> so it was all a bit of a quick audition process um but the best cast I mean the cast were fantastic um my boyfriend was also a part of it so I got to meet my boyfriend on that job and it will always just stay very close to my heart.
0: That's exciting. So, you said you played the character of Stephanie. What was it like playing that character?
1: So I got to go on in Canterbury and it was so last minute, I got the phone call literally just as we were going into warm-up, just before and uh, they said, oh, you're going to be on as the leading lady today and I um, <laughs> I don't even know what happened. I think I sat down in the mud at that point because I was still I had a bit of a cough as well, but it was so exciting the whole company kind of um was a massive support for me and it all just went in a bit of a blur my mum my dad and my nan got the last three seats in the entire um theatre because i phoned them and said mum dad i'm on like come up to canterbury and they live in eastbourne so they drove up and uh, got to see me on and yeah my nan was very proud <laughs> But it was it was fun. It just kind of goes past you, really. Like, you don't feel like you're, um, like, it's actually happening because you're just so um, focused on getting the lines out and, and being in the right place at the right time and in the right costume. And because it's not your normal track, you're, you're just stressing. But I did really enjoy it. And she's such a fun character because she's really ballsy. Um, she knows what she wants. And she's just a fun... A fun lass
0: So did you feel like you'd brought anything new to that character on the night that you were playing her?
1: yeah i i I know me and Kate Parr played her um on our tour, and she was fantastic. Um, I think I mean we naturally everyone brings something different uh, when they go on as an understudy, and um, so yeah, I guess we had slight differences, also I'm brunette, she's blonde. but um but yeah it's very strange because everyone wants you to do so well and there's a lot of pressure involved but i kind of thrive off that at the same time and also take my hats off to people that um swing shows so and they've got like 15 different tracks that they're looking at i mean that must just be the hardest thing ever so hats off to the swings of the world
0: these swings out there if you want to be interviewed about your really hard job hit me up
1: yeah it's a tough job.
0: Um, you were also, before Saturday Night Fever, you were in Hairspray. Yeah!
1: Hairspray Four is Saturday. one of my favorites. So um, I played the role of Amber Von Tussle. Uh, she is, I mean, as most of everyone probably knows, she's the nasty... Itchy Girl, um, which was fantastic. I've never played an evil kind of nasty character. I mean, she she's she's not evil, but um, I got a lot of booze and uh, she, her script is very cutting. And um, yeah, fantastic cast. I got to work with Drew McConey, who is incredible. Um, and Paul Kerrison directed it. Uh, we went on a UK tour and it was my first experience of touring actually uh, because I'd just come back from working in Australia and I wasn't used to uh, getting digs and sorting out different venues. It was, it was a bit of a whirlwind for me at the time but it was, fun, it was amazing to um, yeah, be, be one of the leads in one of my favourite shows.
0: So, Hairspray is coming back to the West End, isn't it? I think in September.
1: Yes, yeah. With
0: a super exciting cast. I'm trying to find it now. It's on my phone somewhere. But I know there's people like Michael Ball and Marisha Wallace. So that should be. It sure
1: is, yeah. It would be fantastic.
0: An amazing cast. I saw Marisha when she was in Waitress. She was the nicest ever. I saw her at the stage door afterwards. She's such an amazing Becky. It's just. Yeah. So anyone that hasn't seen Hairspray wants to go see it September twenty twenty. Put it in your diary. It's come back to the West End. So, did you start off? You said you, after you finished studying, like what you're studying, you started off on cruises. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so after I finished my three-year training in Lane, I applied for a cruise ship that was um, P&O Australia. The company's called Greyboy, and they do cruising in Australia. So I worked out there for two contracts, so almost two years, basically, of my life. Um, I went out there and lived on a little tin can, and um, I was employed as a singer-dancer, so... Um, I got to do all the different shows that P&O creates. Um, I actually got to be a part of an inaugural cast, which was um, awesome because we launched a new ship um, and we were all out in Australian news. Um, and yeah, it was a, a, a fun experience, but also I think I learned a lot from going from Lane. Uh, I'm glad that I had that time to kind of, um, grow a little bit and work on my strengths before coming back to London Um, because I think as a graduate you're so you kind of are released into the world and it's like a deer in headlights you don't you go into these audition rooms and it's just petrifying and I remember being so scared as a as a young graduate that actually the best thing I did was go all the way to Australia the other side of the planet And just work on myself, and just um, relearn to love what, like musical theatre and singing, and performing in general.
0: Speaking about loving musical theatre, it's it's hard at the moment. It must be hard for you because you were midway through auditioning for new shows when this lockdown just hit us.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I. So I actually just moved to London as well (laughs) Um, at the beginning of this year. uh, Well, just as I was finishing the wedding singer contract, I moved to Greenwich and I was so excited for my London life to finally get sorted. Um, I really enjoy audition processes. So I know that's a bit weird, but I, now I just think that it's, it's um, such a, an amazing way to see people that are in the industry and to work on yourself and learn all this different material. So I really love getting back stuck into like auditions. And obviously I finished Wedding Singer on the 1st of March and then we realized that coronavirus was uh, taking over. And um, I was midway through auditioning for a couple of shows that um, I was looking forward to. I mean, hopefully, you never know, fingers crossed, um, to be a part of. And uh, I'm still in the process. Uh, now now we're having to do self-tapes and things like that. So, um, which is horrendous. I find self-taping one of the hardest things to do because you're so self-critical. When you're in an audition room, you can just go for it, and you, the the panel get more of a vibe of your personality. Whereas when you're just facing a laptop, quite like this, <laughs> you can't get as much um, across. And I find that I look, look at my look at myself back, and I'm very critical. So it takes me a good day to do at least one self tape.
0: <laughs> well, I think that it's always sort of best to be critical of yourself, though. So
1: exactly and i do le- i do learn a lot from it and it's a good way to then see what works and what doesn't work um but yeah hopefully it's not a way of life for too long
0: hopefully not so this is one of my favorite parts of the interview it's where i ask some fun and random questions to you
1: okie dokie so,
0: this one i prepared you for at the the interview because everyone needs to be prepared for this because it's a hard choice but If you could be in any musical as any character, no gender roles or anything, full costume, full lights, full set, one night only, West End or Broadway or anything you want, what would it be and why?
1: So, I feel like I have a lot of answers for this, but I'm just going to be harsh with myself and just say one. Um, Because you put the through the spanner in about the gender specific... I feel like i would i would rather go for a male lead i know that's weird but i would love to play galileo (laughs) in we will rock you because he's he gets the best best show ever he hardly ever goes off stage he gets the best songs i'm a massive freddie mercury fan and yeah just get to be a rock god for two hours
0: amazing choice it's time for the secret questions I don't tell anyone about unless they've watched the interview they won't know what these three questions are I'll start with the first one which is if you had to if you had to pick between giving up singing forever or being a badly singing sheep which one would you pick
1: (laughs) okay um well I actually love sheep lambs are my favorite animal um, But I don't think I could uh, that, That's such a hard choice Because I don't think I could Live without singing But then sheeps can't give hugs So I feel like I would have to Give up my voice like Ariel And Be mute I need hugs in my life, what can I say?
0: Well sheep can get hugs
1: They can, but they can't give them And I love to give a hug
0: Good I choice.
1: think it, maybe, it, maybe it's because I miss hugs quite a lot at the moment.
0: <laughs> so, so i should ask you again after the lockdown's lifted.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Time for question number two. If you could be any Disney princess, which one would you be and why?
1: Oh, Disney princess. Probably, oh gosh. I do love Rapunzel in Tangled. So I feel like she's quite fun and adventurous and she and I feel like Rapunzel now. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of When Will Love My Life Begin feels like the song of of um, everyone at the moment.
0: So you'd be Rapunzel.
1: Rapunzel from Tangled.
0: But the real question is, have you got a good frying pan to use?
1: Somewhere, somewhere.
0: The final secret question is a really hard one. I don't think I can answer this one, but it is. If you had to pick between only being able to listen to one original cast recording for the rest of your life, but you can listen to it over and over again, or any cast recording that you can only ever listen to it once in your whole life, what would you pick
1: oh oh maybe maybe the oh I think the second one because I I don't I don't like it when it's too repetitive I have to change it up all the time my Spotify playlists are very random but I if I have it too if I have it repeated too much then I go off it
0: so you pick the second one good choice I think probably that's what I do as well but it would be quite sad that I could never go back to a music after where I'd I heard it, like, every original recording. would be. What,
1: I mean, what is this without music? What is the world without music?
0: <laughs> well, at least the one good thing would be that every year there'd, pro, there'd be at least one new soundtrack listened to. That's yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Okay, well, it's coming to the end of our interview, which is really sad, because it's been... Really I know. Nice.
1: It's been
0: lovely. So, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for coming on. It's been amazing. Um, to everyone watching at home, this interview is for acting for others, because it's very important right now. There are people not going to name names that are halfway through the audition process, and then they got cut off stay home. <laughs> That's had that happen then i think you've had it haven't you i've
1: had it
0: so i think it's really important that you donate as much or as little as you can there is a link in the description it's great to have a youtube channel now because i can say it like this there is a link in the description look below you'll find it down there (laughs) and donate as much or as little as you can because it all helps and make sure you also subscribe to this channel and also follow amy on instagram and everything what's your What's your
1: handle? My Instagram is at Amy, A I M E E, more, M O O R E, 10. Don't ask me why it's 10. I think I just had to put a number and I chose 10.
0: <laughs> cool. course, so everyone, following me on social media. And thank you so much for tuning in to another one of these videos. If you are, if this is the first time you found these videos, look, there's so much more. They're so amazing. I've interviewed some super awesome people the staff included. today you're all fantastic thank you for doing this oh you for having me no worries oh i forgot this is one question i had to ask what is your advice to everyone at home right now
1: oh that's a nice question um my advice to everyone right now um is obviously stay safe stay strong um keep smiling and um, don't feel pressured to use this time uh, as a productive time where you have to learn a new skill, bake banana bread, uh, learn a language and all this kind of stuff. I know there's a lot of pressure with social media at the moment and I've even found it uh, with myself. There's a lot of fitness um, fitness videos and yoga videos and everyone kind of is joining on which is a fantastic thing to do right now but also it's okay just to be um yourself and to get through this it's a very tough time for everyone and i think that give yourself credit you know every day you get up you're surviving something and that's amazing so keep doing what you're doing and uh communication is key make sure you're communicating with your family and loved ones
0: amazing you heard some more to find of another one of our superstars thank you <laughs> thank you everyone at home for watching and please like subscribe comment all that stuff but most importantly i don't care if you like i don't care if you comment or subscribe as long as you donate because that's the important part of all this this isn't for views or for likes. it's to make money for people that need it So please, please donate and remember the secret to a time